0: What's going on, everyone? What is cooking? This is scriptwriter Steve, and welcome to my podcast, Barbecue It's Movies. Well, today is December 9th, 2022. It's currently 12.31 a.m. in the freaking morning. I'm up late. Usually I like to say I'm doing my thing, but I have to be honest, I really wasn't doing my thing. But doing, when I say I'm doing my thing, it means I'm working on my wedding company because that's what I do. I own a wedding company called Dream Weddings in Hawaii. Soon, I'll be the owner of a barbecue company. Yep, I've been working on that, and that's why I've been a little bit AWOL recently. Been working on the barbecue company, been doing some other things, some family things, and also doing a lot, a lot of weddings. A uh, lot, a lot of weddings. <laughs> this weekend, my god, it just killed me. I, I had a wedding from I think it started from 6:30 a.m. in the morning and then it ended at around 10:30 at night. And then the next day I had another wedding and then right and Then I, <laughs> I had to take a break Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and then just yesterday I had a wedding. And uh, you know I I did this wedding yesterday. I'm I'm at the beach. And this <laughs> this woke Young girl, I think she's in her twenties or so, and you know she's this environmentalist, and we have these you know quote unquote endangered monk seals on top of the beach, and the reason why I say they're quote unquote endangered, uh, well these are just regular seals that migrated to Hawaii, and they may have evolved just to be a little bit different than regular seals, but these Hawaii monk seals are just monk seals that. You know, live around here, right? And all of a sudden they said they're endangered when they're not really, really endangered. Anyway, they beach themselves or they're resting on our beach over there. And, you know, they're out there telling us, you know, by law, you have to stay 50 feet away from them. And what do they do? They rope it off. They rope it off at this beach about 150 feet away. So it gives my wedding couple over there a very small area where they can actually do the wedding. And we're fine with that, right? But then here's the thing. There is no federal law that says you have to be, you know, 150 feet away. In fact, there's no law saying, you know, you can be, you don't have to be that far away from them. They're just endangered. You You just don't go killing them, right? And try not to harass them, touch them, or do any of those things, you know. And, and uh, but they do recommend you staying 50 feet away because, these Hawaii monk seals, they're not very friendly, right? And then if they have their pup next to them, it's good to stay 150 feet away. That's what they're saying because they actually could attack you. They're not, again, they're not friendly. They're not friendly. But these, the Hawaii monk seal, the Hawaii monk seal that was there was not there with the pup. And this woke, young little girl, like she's like 22, 23 years old and a little overweight. and Not that that really makes a difference. Yeah, but you can tell from the way she looked with her colored hair that she is a Democrat, right? She had glasses, real thick coat glasses. And, And she comes up to me and says, sir, you guys have to step back a little from your wedding. Now, we're already 150 feet away. And she says, no, you have to step back a little further. You have to give this monk seal more room. We're a hundred, no, we're actually two hundred feet away. All right. I mean, <laughs> if you see this monk seal in the picture, it's going to be a little dot. <laughs> and then she starts yelling at all these people over there. She's yelling at this little kid, little, little kid for touching her rope that she put up. It's a, again, it's a volunteer environmentalist, mentalist that is just going nuts and trying to ruin it for everyone. You know, the people showed up there to do family photos and they know everyone there knows, you right, because seals are not anything you know unique throughout the entire America right they have seals they have these seals over there in in, in San Francisco and everybody knows you don't go that close to them they're the, again they're not that friendly right you don't go up there and pet them but apparently these woke little little uh, I want to say teenagers but these environmentalists they're always like that and they they're right there at the Golden Beach and they just love to just ruin things so my couple wanted to do In the water shots today, you know, and then I said, you know, unfortunately, we can't do it. So we're doing it tomorrow. (laughs) And, uh, and I'm doing it for free for them because I felt so bad because they wanted to do the shots over there. So, and I usually, one thing apparently that I'm known for is getting like, you know, in the ocean shots. So I'm gonna get it for this very, very great young couple, no charge, and uh we'll see how it goes. We're gonna to go to the North Shore, away from these Hawaii monks, just away from these environmentalists. I'm getting sick and tired of them. I really, really am. But then they're they're just they love their little ropes and they love making up. their all these different types of rules. Like, oh yeah, you know, it's the law to do this, law to do that. No, it's not. It's really not. So. A lot has happened since I've been gone, right? You know, not only have we, you know, I think, well, I think I did a podcast after the midterm elections, but we just had the recent Herschel Walker election over there in Georgia uh, where he lost, you know, spectacularly to Warnock, um, you know, Herschel Walker. You know, they're trying to, his loss, they're trying to blame on Donald Trump, right? And a lot of people are saying, you know, Donald Trump is no longer the leader of the GOP and that we have to put a stop to Trumpism. Now, this is the narrative coming from the right. Okay, it's not coming, it's also coming from the left, but more so it's coming from the right. Let's get one thing straight. Now, first of all, full disclosure, I am a Trump supporter. I like Donald Trump. I like his rhetoric. I like the way he talks. I like his honesty. I like everything about the guy. I was a big fan of his when he was when he um, had the show The Apprentice. And so was everyone else. So was everyone else. In fact, Donald Trump was a registered Democrat before, right? He appeared you know, in movies, he appeared on Oprah. He appeared on David Letterman, on Jay Leno. He was he was everywhere. He was on Saturday Night Live. The left loved him. He went to all the parties. And what happened? Why was he, all of a sudden? Why was he demonized? It's because he had a moral bone in his body, and he took a look at what the left was doing, and he said, "You know what? I'm going to run, and I'm going to change everything." And the left thought they could destroy him, and the right. You know, they thought they could destroy him because what was he a threat to? Permanent Washington. And let's not forget, I'm going to remind you this. When Donald Trump, you know, he started, he was on his way marching toward winning, you know, the Republican nomination. All right. And lo and behold, the Republicans were the ones who were trying to rig the election on the Republican side so he couldn't actually win. It wasn't the Democrats. It was the Republicans who were trying to rewrite history. Do you remember that time, or, or rewrite their own rules? Do you remember this time on, on, when he was on stage with all the Republicans, and they, they said, would you sign a paper that, that no matter what would happen, if you would actually lose the nomination, would you actually endorse the Republican nominee? And all of the Republicans raised their hands and said they would sign it. And they all signed the paper. And Donald Trump said "We he would not sign it. It would depend who the Republican nominee would be. He was being very honest with you. He wasn't lying with you, right? He said it really depends who the Republican nominee would be. Now, eventually, he did end up signing it. But lo and behold, Donald Trump gets the Republican nomination. And Ted Cruz, who signed the paper, didn't endorse him. John Kasich, who signed the paper, he didn't endorse him. In fact, a lot of the Republicans, George W., it was Jeb Bush, Sleepy Jeb. Remember Sleepy Jeb, time to go to sleep? He didn't endorse, you know, uh, Donald Trump. In fact, a lot of the Republicans there didn't endorse Donald Trump. (laughs) So that told me one thing. That right there woke me up. You know, we're talking about, this is before the word woke, you know, before the woke overtook and abused that name. But I was awakened right there. I said, this Republican Party, they're really, really corrupt. And Donald Trump was the only shining beacon in this entire, you know, political process. All right. So, so Donald Trump gets elected and the, and the Republicans start running against him. I mean, even our own local. I mean, I knew this. I knew this. Uh, this uh, Republican, uh, I guess, politician here in Hawaii, and he started to endorse, you know, John Kasich over Donald Trump. And I said, "Why in the hell are you doing that?" And I found out re- some reasons why, which I won't disclose on here. But I found out that this Republican uh, um, politician wasn't on the up and up. And I, the crazy thing about it is I thought he was just little, little innocent, nice guy. He's not too innocent, I found out. And I know some really uh, damning information about him, which which kind of explains why he doesn't support Donald Trump. And uh, But I'm not going to say it on here because I want to try to still protect him a little. But with all that being said, this Republican Party, the Democrat Party, they're one and the same. They're really, really one and the same. They don't really care about us. They don't really care about you know keeping their... They're their promises, right? I remember George Bush, you know, George Bush, we had Mitt Romney, we had John McCain, and all of these Republicans who, who ran for office, right? And George Bush won. But even when they got into office, they didn't keep... Any of the promises. What did they all do? They got us into more wars. Did they lower the regulations? Did they drill, baby, drill, like in, in, and war and all those different types of things? Did they even secure the border? You know, did they even secure the southern border or build a wall? No. You know, nothing like that at all. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And, and in fact, did they ever Cancel Obamacare? No, John McCain, who ran on it, voted against canceling Obamacare, and that's the reason why Trump couldn't cancel it because the Senate voted it down because John McCain was so upset that Donald Trump became president, and and uh, and he always wanted to become president. He he just voted against it before he died. So John McCain, Mitt Romney, George Bush, and even a lot of other ones. Paul was it Paul? Rand Paul, no, not Rand Paul, not Paul Ryan, Paul Ryan, him. They're not, they're not innocent. You know, John Boehner, uh, who's the other guy you know, who looks like a turtle? I forgot his name. Uh, Mitch McConnell, you know, looks like a little turtle came out of his shell, right? They're not honest. They're just permanent Washington. They're the same. You know, we don't like Nancy Pelosi, but they're the same. They only care about themselves. They really do. They really, really do. So right now because Herschel Walker you know, lost to Warnock, right? And maybe he lost on his own accord because you know these there's there's some reports that came out that he was abusing women, forcing women to get abortions, uh you know, you know there's a there's a, a rape allegations. You know, a lot of things came out against Herschel Walker that may or may not be true, and a lot of things came out against you know Warnock. And but then again, what you know Herschel Walker when they interviewed him, when he would do these, you know, um, on stage, you know, uh, rallies, he didn't sound that that bright, and it was almost as though you, you're voting for him because because you know Donald Trump is endorsing him, but he is not the brightest. Light, you know, in the, in the entire shed. So it was almost like a pity thing, you know, like, like, I, say, oh, I know he's a good guy, but, and his heart is in the right area. I'm going to vote for him, but I can see why people didn't vote for him. Here in Hawaii, we had a candidate just like that. We had a candidate called BJ Penn. I voted for BJ Penn. If that name sounds familiar, BJ Penn, uh, was a Hawaii MMA fighter. Now he had a really bad past because he was, you know, when he came back to Hawaii, he got into fights. You know, he was—I think he was caught dri- driving drunk. I think I'm not really sure. My my memory could be bad. But he had a checkered past, right? Not exactly a nice guy, but his—he was on the right side of the moral argument, right? He was against lockdowns, against mask mandates, against vaccine mandates—all of these right things. You know, he—he he stood for what was what was morally correct more than the other candidates, much more. So I voted for him, but, but when the people would interview him, it was painful to listen to him. You know, you know, when, when you listen to him, you say, okay, BJ Penn, what is your plan, you know, to fix Hawaii. And his, he would speak in this, you know, broken pigeon because he would speak in this not broken pigeon, but heavy pigeon accent. And he would say, Hey, brah, you know, I'm going to go in there and go fix them because it's broke. I'll go fix them. I'll get all the bad guys out. I'll go kick them out. Okay, you can't speak like that if you're going to be a politician, right? You have to speak proper English. You know, I can speak pigeon. I don't speak pigeon, right? I don't speak pigeon on top of here. You heard me break out my pigeon, but I don't speak it like that. You know, I don't speak like that. If, if my wedding couples know, saw me or, or heard me speaking pigeon, or when, they, when, I, when I would answer my, my phone, when I answer my phone, I say, hello, Dream Weddings Hawaii, may I help you? <laughs> what if I said, hey, brah, this day dream weddings Hawaii? You know, what's up? You wouldn't like that, right? You would you really wouldn't like that. You, you want to hear something that sounds familiar, and I'm fine with it because there's there's a proper way to speak, and there's an improper way to speak. And by the way, you here, know, here's the funny thing about pigeon. Here here in Hawaii, here at least here on Oahu, you walk around Oahu, everyone speaks as though. <laughs> everyone speaks as though they've been to the mainland or lived in the mainland. And the truth is, a lot of us have traveled to the mainland and lived for the mainland for a while. A lot of the a lot of the kids here go to college, right? And we all, you know, we're all going to college in the mainland. I went to college for a short bit in the mainland. And we learn proper English. We learn for the fact that we have to speak this way in order to get ahead. And we learn that there is a correct way to the English language. But we do have our local slang. So when we're here in Hawaii... You know, between between us, locals, right? You know, we may throw in a little pigeon here and there, but it's not heavy pigeon. <laughs> but when we go to the mainland, when, when we travel to the mainland, and we run into another local, <laughs> we, it doesn't matter. If, if, if I'm run, if I'm if I'm a, if I'm a, if a, like when I was in California, if I was if I was at Paramount Studios, right, and I ran into Jason Scott Lee or Tia Carrera, oh, the pigeon would just it just pop up from both of us, and I even saw Obama. Now, I'm not a big fan of Obama, but Obama runs into some locals on there, locos up there in the mainland. And that, that political speak, that, hello, I am Barack Obama, this perfect speak, that just goes straight out the window. He's like, hey, brah, how's it? <laughs> it's coming from Obama. I saw it. It's amazing, right? So it just comes out, right? It's just this natural, natural pigeon language that just comes out here. And again, we all, we all speak it really, really well because that is kind of our natural lingo here in Hawaii. It's what we're raised, in, you know, when, uh, out there in the playground, or up, up in the streets, playing football in the streets, you know. It, it, it's, just, it's just the way we speak. So we can, we can call upon it anytime we want. But again, we don't use it. I mean, I hardly speak pigeon. I really, really do. Okay. So I'm going to give you my two cents if I think Donald Trump is is actually a threat to the Republican Party. I don't. I really, really don't. I don't believe these polls. Not at all. You know, they came out with this poll just recently. <laughs> it's amazing. Okay, so 40, they said, um, they, they said in this poll recently, this recent poll, okay, that if DeSantis ran against Joe Biden, they would be tied 42 to 42. 42, 42%, all right? Okay. Just in case you can't do the math, it's a... Uh, 84% total. I'm not sure where the rest of the rest of the people are going, right? Maybe they're voting undecided, I don't know, but there's 42-42%. If, if Trump ran against Biden, he would lose 32 to 42. So apparently 42, 10% of the voters who voted for DeSantis, you know, suddenly left because Trump was on the ticket. Does that make any sense to you that a Republican, now a Republican who realizes that Joe Biden is a big screw-up, he's responsible for inflation, high oil prices, a weak military, you know, a woke agenda, you know, the, the demise of the entire world, not just America, the demise of the entire world. You know, he's such a bad president, you know, he's, he's you know, given us the gift of hyperinflation throughout, not just America, but everywhere, every single continent, because he's you know taken cheap oil off the market. He's, he's, taken, he's taken cheap oil off from Canada, cheap oil from North America, the entire North America, United States, and has put OPEC and Russia back in charge of oil production. And they're just raising, raising, raising the prices because they want to make a lot of money, put us into a war with Ukraine. But anyway, long story short, they gave birth to hyperinflation. And do uh, you think Republicans who know this would say, you know, Trump is running, we know for a fact that he, that he did a really good job four years ago, and, uh, you know, we just, we really like DeSantis, but because Trump is running, nah, 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 about 10% of us are not gonna vote for her. One-third, it's actually one-third of the voters of, who are Republicans are gonna drop out, because, and they would rather vote for Joe Biden, Joe Biden, <laughs> or an undecided, So they're not going toward Joe Biden. They're going to go toward an undecided candidate and just blow the election because they think, they know for a fact, that Joe Biden's going to do a better job and they're just going to do a protest vote. Do you think that Republicans actually think that way? Really? I don't think so. I really don't. And, uh, you know, I think, though, that Trump... He does have to move on from the 2020, 2020 election. Um, he does have to move on from the voter fraud narrative because you know, a lot of voters out there, they it's not that we don't want to hear about it. We want to hear about plans on how to fix, you know, everything that Joe Biden screwed up because America right now is so screwed up. And in the next two years, it's going to be even more screwed up. You, you know, here's something really interesting. So... You know, I guess I've been gone for a while, right? So Thanksgiving happened. Had a nice little Thanksgiving giving party. Roasted a great turkey, by the way. Smoked a great turkey, not roasted. Smoked a really good turkey. Um, but uh, so Black Friday comes around, right? And uh, Jeff Bezos gives this really interesting, you know, um, I guess uh, interview. And in this interview, on Black Friday or around Black Friday, he had laid off ten to twenty thousand Amazon employees. Now usually. He's saying that we want to hire more employees to handle to handle the rush in Christmas shopping. No, he's actually laying off people. And there's all these people who are getting laid off and all these big companies. You're seeing it left and right. They're getting laid off, laid off, laid off because (laughs) there's an impending recession, a real recession coming, maybe even a depression, okay? Now, is this true? Now, I can get into it later on, but I just want to continue this conversation where I'm going with right now. He also says... That maybe you shouldn't buy. This is Jeff Bezos saying. He said, maybe you shouldn't buy that brand new truck right now. Put your money aside. uh, Save it for a rainy day because a rainy day will come. And then he's saying, maybe you don't need that LCD TV or that, you know, video game console right now. Maybe it's a time right now to just play it safe. This is coming from Jeff Bezos. (laughs) Okay. This is coming from Jeff Bezos. (laughs) And here's the interesting thing. So all these companies are laying things off, laying people off, laying people off. And then Joe Biden comes up with his unemployment numbers and it goes down. Like he said, oh, and, and Joe Biden says, look, we're doing such a great job. We're actually creating more jobs. When you just saw Jeff Bezos, Apple, and all these other companies out there, right? Best Buy, Costco, everyone, they're just laying off people. They're laying off people during the holidays, does that make any sense? And then Joe Biden says, their, their, their unemployment number says, oh, there's actually more jobs being created. How does that work? You know for a fact they're juicing the numbers. They're really juicing the numbers, right? You can't trust any narrative put out by the Democrats or even some Republicans. I'll be very honest with you. Who can you trust? That's a really, really good question. You know, I actually trust you know podcasters more than I trust the main the mainstream media. But I still fact check podcasters. I still fact check everyone. I still fact check myself. You know, even my friends. I have to be very honest with you. I do fact check my friends because you can't really trust what's coming out you know your friend's mouth. Sometimes yeah, you know, they they told me things before. I said, Are you sure you're right? I'm gonna I'm gonna do a Google search on that. And even if Google Google comes out with something that is that is agreeable with them, a lot of times. Google is wrong. Really, a lot of times Google is wrong. But we're living in this age right now where we're pretty, we're not America, we're, we're not the America that we used to be. We're not the America of the 80s or the 90s where, you know, we could say whatever we wanted to say. You know, I have to watch what I say around some people, even, even though I don't. Uh, I will I take that back. I watch what I say around some people because they're ultra, ultra sensitive and I still, you know i I still try to respect their ultra sensitivity, but yeah you know, even then i i i'm it start their I can only put up with so much of their crap. I can only hold my tongue so so long if you if you get my drift eventually, I'll just have to say something which I know is gonna trigger them because you know that's just me I'm not trying to trigger them i I'll just say they'll just say something to me says Steve, well, you know. Don't you believe that that, uh, that men can give birth? And uh, I politely said, no, I really don't. And all of a sudden, they're like, oh, I'm so mad, I'm so mad. I'm blah, blah, blah. Then, oh, boy, here we go again. Here we go again. A lot of stupidity out there. But you just really can't trust what comes out of the White House right now. Now, under Trump... You could pretty much trust what what uh in what was coming out from the White House, even if it was wrong, um, he would admit that he was actually wrong. But you uh, the information that you got from them was pretty much on the up and up. Joe Biden, Joe Biden, and the Democratic National Committee work with Twitter to, to censor free speech. Now I know what all you tech weenies are going to say. they are say, you know, when you post something on Facebook or social media. <laughs> That's not free speech. I'm sorry. But, and and uh, I'll back up. They're saying that because Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all those, all those different things, are private, are um, are privately owned companies, and they have the right to regulate content on their own servers or their own, I guess, their own, their own platform. Why don't we just say that? Now, technically, they're true. So we have to. Actually, modify the constitution because what's happened is that the town square, the public town square, where people would get onto their soapbox and preach the truth or preach their truth, all right, that has been privatized. So you can't go out there on the you know, go, get out there on, on the soapbox and start preaching the news. You know, back in the olden days, you know, everybody would be on the on those crates, right, and they start yelling out what they believe were the facts. And some people, sometimes, you know. Those, those people are yelling out things that were quote unquote the facts. that were actually paid. There was also fake news. So you really couldn't trust that too. But that was the town square. That's the way news was, you know, I guess evangelized to the public. Now that town square is Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's social media. So now the government, the Democrats who are, you know, are in cahoots with, you know, a Silicon Valley. Control the town square and Elon Musk, he exposed all of it. He exposed all of it. So what do we know? We know for a fact that Twitter was a conduit, um, that controlled the, I guess the, I guess the, the narratives out there in the world. It was, it was a conduit that the mainstream media used to control the narratives of the Republican party, of the Democrat party, of Joe Biden, of everyone. And again, this, they would use it to censor real information the hunter biden story the hunter biden laptop that is real and what did they tell us well it was russian disinformation and the fbi now again we can't trust the fbi the fbi they were part of the problem they were out there fbi who had hunter biden's laptop I started telling the social media giants that, well, there's going to be a dump of Russian disinformation out here regarding, regarding Joe Biden. So, be on the lookout for that. So, here we go. Facebook says, oh, here comes the Hunter Biden laptop story. We better censor it because they think that's Russian disinformation and they think they're doing a solid. Twitter, on the other hand, they're getting asked directly from Joe Biden and, and the DNC to censor the New York Post story, right? You know, so you got the FBI, Joe Biden coming out there. And then you have the people who work at Twitter. They're kind of like, you know, they're, they're, first of all, they're woke and they're stupid. And they're also Democrats. But they believe that, you know, the 2016 election was stolen because of the Russians. And we got to stop because the Russians, Russia, Russia, they're just trying to use our platform to ju- to just, you know, you know, you know, uh, give Donald Trump the win again. And we got to put a stop to this because he could win again. And and, that would be just horrible because Trump is that bad of a president. Now, was he a bad president? Not at all. Not at frickin' all. Let's be clear on that, right? (laughs) Any Democrats listening to me out there, you have to understand that Donald Trump was not the evil antagonist that you believe him to be. You know, he never in, used the, the government to enrich himself. That's everyone else. That's Mitch McConnell. That's Nancy Pelosi. That's Joe Biden. That's Obama. Look how rich they are. Look, Obama was, you know, not very rich when he got in office. And look how rich. He's a billionaire now. In eight years, he became a billionaire. All right? Mitch McConnell. Look at all, all of these guys. You know, they're using the the government the government to get richer. Paul Ryan, he started off in, Paul Ryan, he started off as just working for another politician. This guy is close to a billionaire right now. Close to a billionaire. What did, what did he do? What kind of service did he actually provide to the public to make him rich? Nothing. It's all access. They're selling access, they're selling you know they're, they're trying to get them contracts, military contracts in there. After they go out of office, they get a board on some type of defense contracting company or some type of and, uh, some type of other company that requires lobbying and they become a lobby and they get a percentage of the profits and they start funneling it all through through these NGOs. you know and, and this is again, it's not just Democrats, it's Republicans. And that's why they're against. Donald Trump they don't want him to run because he is their antagonist and they don't even want to approach him they don't even want to They don't even want to debate him on on the on the merits of how good of a president he was you know instead of Throwing out all this slander and say, oh, he's a racist, he's a white supremacist, he hates the Jews, which is kind of weird if he did because his own daughter and his son-in-law, you know, they're they're Jews, by the way, they're full-on Jews. And if he hated Jews so much, why does he support Israel so much? It doesn't make any sense, right? Anyway, did you ever hear Democrats you know, say that Donald Trump made the wrong decisions during his presidency? Did they ever say did you ever hear him say that? None. They would never ever say they will always say, oh, they try to label him as someone who hates blacks, right? They use George Floyd, they try to they they, they try to use the whatever happened down in uh Charlington, uh, was it Sh- Charlington or South Carolina, I forgot what it was. I forgot the exact name of the city, but whatever happened down there, you know, they they said that wow, you know, Joe Joe Biden said that he ran because you know, Donald Trump said there are very fine people on both sides, and that is also not true because that was a that was a quote that was completely made up by the press, not not just taken out of context, completely made up to frame Donald Trump as a white supremacist. Now, you know what's really bad is that you have Mike Pence out there, and he's saying he may actually run run for office, he's still debating, he has to talk to God, right? And I thought Mike Pence was a really a man of the cloth. That like he was so, so good and so holy. Well, he's not. It's all fake. He's just another politician. He may be a good person, but he's also fake and he has an agenda. Because he's out there saying that on January 6th that he believes that the believes that Donald Trump was responsible for the January 6th quote unquote Insurrection, right? And he called it an insurrection. The people there were not insurrectionists, okay? Maybe there are people there, you know, there were that, that some of them were like, you know, they, 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 they wanted to overturn the vote, but the majority of the people there showed up. They wanted to protest the vote. They felt the vote was unjustly taken. They thought their votes were taken from them, and there's a lot of proof that the votes were taken from them. There's a lot of proof of that. And what we're seeing over there in Arizona, there, there's a lot of circumstantial evidence that we're seeing that that election was stolen from Carrie Lake. Okay. I'm going to go off on a tangent here. We're 32 minutes into my podcast. I, I haven't been, haven't been talking, you know, to you for a while. So I'm going to keep talking. You guys can like pause my podcast anytime you want. Always come back to it. You know, I'm not going to make another podcast, uh, uh, I guess recording. I guess very, very soon I got some work to do, so I'll keep talking, right? So Carrie Lake, this this whole Arizona, this whole Arizona, uh, I guess election comes up. Car- Kitty Hobbs, you know, she's losing in every single poll. <laughs> she's so scared of, of confronting Carrie Lake that she won't even debate Carrie Lake. Not at all. She decides to, you know, follow the Joe Biden playbook and just, you know, not even campaign, hide in the basement. And just, you know, just pray to God that, or pray to whoever she believes in, that that she's going to win the election. And the the strangest thing is that Katie Hobbs is in charge of, she's the Secretary of State over in Arizona, so she's in charge of the election, and she won't recuse herself from the election. Now, that's, uh, she should just do that to avoid a conflict of interest, right? And just... Just for political purposes. Just recuse yourself. Judges, if they they recuse themselves, if there's a conflict of interest, right? They always do that type of thing, but Katie Hobbs won't do that. So just recently, by the way, she just certified her own win, you know, over, over Carrie Lake over there in Arizona. Now, on the day of... This is a really strange thing to me. So, you know, my family were in the computer business. Okay. And by the way, if you're wondering, I know how to fix some computers. I know how to fix some things for computers. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I know how to fix laser printers. Yeah, I went to laser printer repair school. My dad owns his own computer business, right? So I went to Wisconsin, learned how to fix computers, learn how to even break down a toner. Inside, inside of the Inside of your computer, there there's like a toner cartridge and there's a fuser in there, and the fuser you know works in a way to you know fuse the toner, which is the black ink there, to the paper. I know how to fix those things. I know how to I know how to look at service errors and all those different types of things when it comes to laser printers, which is pretty amazing. So anyway, <laughs> laser printers don't really break down that often. They're pretty good workhorses, and uh, it just so happens on um, on on uh, on. On election day, (laughs) about half of the laser printers in Maricopa County broke down. That's just weird. On election day, half of them break down. Again, I could see one or two breaking down, but half of them all at once and all of them running low on toner? That's really strange. That's like saying here on Oahu... (laughs) Half of the laser printers are all gonna break down at the same time. Half of them are gonna all like run low on toner. Now I wish that happened because, you know, my dad's company would get a lot of business, but that happened, it doesn't happen. It really doesn't happen. It only happened all at once on election day. And then after that, they all worked fine. <laughs> November 7th comes around, oh, they're all fine. They can print all fine. They're just perfectly fixed again. That doesn't happen to laser printers. Now, I'm not sure about you, but I'm telling you, that's kind of suspicious, don't you think? Don't you think we should investigate that? Why did they all break down? Why did all the tally machines, which were working the day before, oh, they just broke down on November 6th, November 7th, they're working perfectly again? Kind of weird, right? Just weird. And then it takes forever to tally these votes. It just doesn't take one week. It takes almost two weeks. In fact, I think they just finished counting all the votes about a, about a week ago. You know that American Idol can count votes during the commercial break. <laughs> they can count fifty million votes during the commercial break, but they can't. But Arizona can't count a couple million in two weeks. And and uh, by the way, you know, they're, it's not because they're trying to verify every single vote. You know, their verification process is very loose. And lo and behold, all the other counties come out and say, whoa, wait a minute. This seems kind of weird. This really seems kind of weird. We're not going to certify. We're electing not to certify this election. And then Katie Hobbs, who is in charge of everything, she threatens the other county, uh, I guess, certifiers, right, or whatever you call them. And they are saying, if you don't certify the election, you're going to go to jail. (laughs) So then... They're forced. To, they don't want to go to jail. They're forced to certify the election. And then Katie Hobbs certifies her own self as governor of Arizona. You think that's on the up and up? <laughs> that's how you're going to win everything? Now, the good news is that our, the Arizona uh, people over there, Do you call them Arizonians. I'm not sure what you call them. They're putting together a recall, uh, and I think there's a rule on the books thing that says that uh, they can recall a governor within six months of them being elected. So right now they're putting everything together. As soon as Katie Hobbs takes office, that countdown, that ticker is going to uh, start 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 uh, start counting six months, and they're starting to gather votes already, signatures to recall uh, recall Katie Hobbs. <laughs> you know, my friends, they all live in Arizona. They live in Maricopa, Maricopa County. I lived there before. Now, it was very Republican back then. I wasn't really into politics back then, but it's even more Republican now. One of my friends, during the COVID lockdowns, they went over there to Arizona. And they said, no, nobody's wearing masks. Nobody's wearing masks over there. And, you know, when, when Trump was running for a, a re-election up there up there in the 2020, there were like there are so many trump flags, so many so many lawns with 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 uh I guess um I guess Trump banners in them. I don't get it. I really don't get it. I don't understand how Katie Hobbs can have tons of people at her at these events and it not transfer into into a win for her. I, I don't see how she can be leading in every single poll and not transfer into a win. I just don't understand it. Maybe she has to get out there more into the, I guess, into the small towns. You know, Trump did that too. He just didn't do these big campaigns. He got them to, he went to all these little small towns and everything and started to campaign that way. And he got all all of these small counties to vote for him. Maybe he has, has to do the same way in 2020. I mean, 2022. Oh no, sorry, 2024. <sighs> What can I say, people? It's been a very, very frustrating time. You know, me being gone and then not being, being able to like tell you my opinion on here. It's, but this America, America's just really going down the wrong path. It's really go, The Democrats are just screwing up left and right. You know, what's the interesting thing? I put myself back on Twitter after Elon Musk, um, unbanned me. I was banned on Twitter. It, 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 here, here's the funny thing. I've only, I only have seven followers on Twitter. Okay, seven followers and I got banned on Twitter. What what did I get banned for? I forgot. But my my Twitter account, I logged into it. Oh, so I can actually post again. Um I think I shared an article about uh I think Ivermectin or something and and apparently I iver, Ivermectin doesn't work even though when I got COVID just recently, I used Ivermectin and it worked like a champ. Uh <laughs> I had COVID for maybe about a day and a half, and on top of that, I didn't give it to anyone. So I'm not sure if this ivermectin that made it all work, but yeah, it I think it really really works. I think it works works it from spreading too. You know, it stops the spread. Uh, but because it's such a political football for the Democrats and even some Republicans, you know, you can get banned on social media if you mention ivermectin working. Strange, right? But I think that's what I was banned for. But I put myself back on Twitter and I started to look at all these uh, different accounts. I looked at the White House account and uh, there are a lot of people out there who think that Joe Biden is just doing a great job. (laughs) He's doing excellent work. And I know for a fact that these people... They're they're not fake, you know. I mean, they're they're, they're they're. I looked at some of their Twitter Twitter accounts, and they're 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 like so enamored by him. They think he's they're he's doing a great job on the economy, great job on oil prices. That he's fixing everything that Trump broke, and the and these people, they want high oil prices. They want an open border, you know. They, they, it's so weird, like that. They, they they don't want English at all as our first language. Uh, they don't want a lot of things. They, 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 don't, want, they don't want wealthy corporations. Um, they, they themselves wanna be wealthy, but they don't want you to be wealthy. And they want, they want you to share you know, your wealth with everyone, but they don't wanna share their wealth. I mean, I'm mean, i putting it all together, but, but from what I look at here, and they're just the, the worst hypocrites. I'm just asking myself, I mean, is there more of them than us or people like me? You know, uh, when I look at Twitter and I look at the feed, even on the White House feed, they're the minority. They are really the minority. Uh, And when I take a look at my own life, the majority of the people who I know think like me. Now, maybe I'm hanging out in that bubble, you know, because, but I really don't. Even with my wedding couples, uh, the majority of my wedding couples who book with me, You know, again, they think like me, but maybe again, that's because I'm living in a bubble because I have a, let's go Brandon sign, right? (laughs) Or, Or banner or a little, a little like ribbon. Let's go Brandon Ribbon right on the upper right hand corner of my Dream Weddings Hawaii business page. And uh, I did it, I did it on purpose because I wanted to live in that Republican bubble. I didn't want no woke people you know, as my clients. Hate to say that i kind of disc- I, I kind of discriminate who I do business with, not on their sexual preference, not on their gender, no, not whatsoever. It's really on how woke they are. Uh if I I find people who are woke, uh they're more likely to be bridezillas or groomzillas. It, it's really true. You know, if, if they, if they, if they ask me, you know, I, I got a wedding inquiry one time and they asked me, um, Steve, we want to know if everyone is, uh, vaccinated in your company. And I told them it's none of your business. And this is, well, if we don't know if they're vaccinated or boosted and if they're not going to, they're not going to be wearing a mask around us, we won't give you our business. And I said, that's fine. Don't give me your business. And they're very surprised. I remember this one, inc- well, one couple said, well, that really insults me that you don't want my business. And I said, "No, I really don't want your business because there's a lot of um there's a lot of people on my staff here who are not vaccinated and they don't want to take the vaccine." And they're say, "Well, why?" I said, "That's none of your business. Their medical records, their medical choices of what they do to their body has nothing to do with you." You just and you, and you said, "You take your business elsewhere." So, thank you very much. Take your business elsewhere. And I got a review on Yelp, by the way, that said that, oh, my business, my employees are not vaccinated and all that. And I said, you know, I told Yelp, this person never actually booked with me. So they're not really, they were not really at all a customer. And they took that review down. But but, uh, that's just amazing. See, this is the woke left. The woke left, they think like this. And if you, and, if you don't agree with them, now they're giving me a one-star review on Yelp to try to destroy my business. Isn't that crazy? That's what they do. That's really what they do. All right, so one more thing. Before, before I leave, I want to talk about this whole whole thing that happened with Russia and the, and, uh, the trade that the Joe Biden's team just just actually uh, negotiated. Uh, Well, they negotiated yesterday, but I guess the WNBA player who got caught um, smuggling cannabis oil for her vape pen into Russia, which is illegal, that's drug trafficking, and she got sentenced to 13 years in jail, I believe, uh, for a crime which she did commit now. Is that is that a you know um, too much of a sentence? Uh, I think so. Thirteen years. I think that's pretty, that's pretty harsh, right? It it should have been maybe a couple months when you slap on the wrist. I, I I don't know Russian law, but it looks as though you know Putin made her a pawn. You know she was she was she was a chess piece, right? And apparently Putin got what he wanted. He got an arms dealer. You know a very very bad person, an arms dealer who's Russian, who supplied military weapons uh, to terrorists. Now, how, how many Americans died because of this person? Probably a lot. Thousands, hundreds, maybe tens of thousands. I'm not really sure. Uh, but this guy was a bad dude. The trade doesn't seem fair. And Joe Biden out there, he's out there praising this WNBA woman saying that you know, she represents, and this, I'm, I think I'm quoting him here, he, re, he represents all what's right with America. No, I'm sorry. She's not. She's all what is wrong with America. In fact, she, you know, she took a knee during the, the Star Spangled Banner, right? She is a huge Black Lives Matter fan and all that. She is someone who is just out there pushing her pronouns all the time. You know, this whole identity politics. And she knew the law. This WN NBA player knew the law over there in Russia, tried to smuggle cannabis cannabis oil, vape oil, over there in Russia, knowing for a fact that she couldn't, and she got caught. And she didn't want to pay the consequences. All right? Now, meanwhile, you have a military hero there. His crime is just being, you know, in the military, or maybe not. Maybe he was doing something else. And, uh, And and even if he was there being a spy, he was still serving America or had served America. And the Biden administration, they did nothing for him. Now, Biden's press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, that's her name, she comes out and says to Steve Ducey that they had one choice. The Russians said you could only get back one one prisoner in this prisoner swap for this one terrorist, one-to-one. So Joe Biden then chose the WNBA player who committed a crime versus the other former, you know, soldier who, who like did not commit a crime. He just attended a, a friend's wedding. He did not commit a crime, or maybe he did. And even if he did commit the crime, he was spying on behalf of the, of the United States. So why not get that guy back? Cause he's he was actually working for America or had worked for America versus this WNBA player who hates America. I don't understand that. Don't parade around this as, as something good. You know, and now Russia, Russia is out there saying, you know, and I know they're saying, it's like, whoa, we can, we can use Americans, very high profile Americans as pawns. So why don't we, why don't we, maybe arrest another high-profile American that stupidly comes to Russia and have Joe Biden give us another terrorist. Joe Biden is an idiot. This is almost as bad as Afghanistan. It's really embarrassing. It's really, really horrible. Everything from what, you know, we're talking Afghanistan, what he did to Twitter and censoring free speech, Everything. Every single thing with him. You know, you know, canceling the XL pipeline, causing hyperinflation. How can anybody think this guy is doing a great job? You know, if you run into a person and they think that Joe Biden is doing a good job, I'm sorry, that person's an idiot. You know, one, one good thing about Joe Biden is that you can kind of tell who's an idiot and who's not. Anybody who votes for this guy, they're an idiot. And you should... <laughs> I think you should cancel them. I really do. Or just, you know, walk away. Slowly walk away. Cause you know what? They're not worth your time. They have no moral compass. They're blinded by ideology. And on top of that, they may cancel you just because you think differently, just because you actually have a moral compass that you won't, you know, follow with what's trending. All right, people. Been uh, doing my, doing my podcast for about forty nine minutes here, forty nine minutes. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm gonna try podcast more. You know, I really do. I keep saying that and it doesn't happen, but you know, I got to get all these like photos done. I'm gonna try to get some of these photos and videos done for my couples before Christmas. I know they want it, so I'll probably be working late at night and probably not podcasting. I'll pop on here when I can. Thank you so much for listening to me again. To all the couples who book with me, thank you so much. I really appreciate it and. Uh, you know, I think I'll be podcasting. I'm going to be talking about some movies that I just saw, I think, in the future. Some barbecue. Uh, I'm creating this barbecue smoker, uh, I guess. So. I'm utilizing a 500-gallon propane tank, and uh, it's coming along together beautifully. And I'm hoping to have this barbecue restaurant up and running by early next year. And uh, you guys are going to love this because the name that I thought of it is just awesome. Uh, But I can't break out the name yet. Can't do it just yet until all my paperwork's all registered. And uh, so I want to keep it a little bit on the down low. All right, people. I am out of here. Thank you for listening. And I will talk to you soon. All right, everyone. That's it for today. I had fun podcasting. If you like what you hear, please share my podcast. If you can't find me, look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ2movies. That's BBQ, T-O, Movies. Yeah, the TO is not the number two, by the way. It is TO, like Terrell Owens. So that's BBQ2movies. Catch you around.